Mesechtes Ksubas Da Pebez, eight lines on the top of Da Pebez of The Gemara will now continue with a similar story to the one that we saw yesterday, which occurred in Pompadisa, where Reuben was married to Rachel and died childless, and Rachel was a Shemer Shavim to Reuben's two brothers, to Shimon and Levi. And Shimon, who was the older brother, wanted to Reuben to Rachel as the dinner's mitzvah begadol, but if he did so, he would inherit Reuben's entire estate, and Levi didn't want that to happen, as he wanted to share the Yerusha with Shimon. And Levi was about to throw a get to Rachel in order to passel up from doing and prior to him doing so, Shimon realized and said, the entire reason you want to ruin my ability to do Yibam with her is for your financial gain. I'll make a deal with you that even though I will do Yibam with Rachel, I will still split the Yerusha with you. And Rashi stated that they made a Kenyan to effectuate these terms. And ultimately, Shimon reneged on the deal and Levi took him to Rabbi Yisif, who was a Rashiv in Pumpadisa, and he passed him that a Yavim has no right to sell or give away in the Chosim to another person as Rachel has a lien against all of these assets in order to pay for Aksuba. And although Abaya argued on we will see later that all Paschal like a basif and the transaction was void. And our Gemara begins, This story occurred not in Pompadisa, but in Masa Machasya. And once again, Reuven was married to Rachel, and Reuven died childless. And now, Rachel fell to Yibam in front of Shimon and Levi. And since Shimon was the oldest brother and Mitzvah Begadol, therefore our Gemara starts and says that Rachel fell to Yibam to Shimon. And once again, So Levi wanted to throw a get to Rachel in order to passel her from doing Yibam with Shimon. On Malay, so Shimon said to Levi, My daitech, what's your issue with me doing Yibam? Even Shem if it's because you want to share in the Nechassim of our brother Ruvain, I know Benichse, Polygnalach, then I will agree to split up the Nechassim and I'll give you 50% of the assets. It will be just like I never did Yibam and we will share in the estate of Ruvain. And it seems that Shimon did not know about the Psak of Rabbi and he didn't realize that this type of a deal wouldn't work. So on Malay, so Levi said back to Shimon, Mr. Fina, I'm scared that obviously the other Pumpadisa Ramah that you will do to me just like this brother did in that story in Pumpadisa, where although he promised to give 50% of the assets to Levi, Lemaisa, he reneged over there, and I'm nervous that even though you promised me to give me 50% of the assets, but you will also renege. And as we stated, we passed on Rabbi Yisif that Kivin the Amr Lisbon, that since Rabbanan say that a Yavim can't sell these Nechassim, Afagav the Zavim, even if he goes forward and sells it, even B'diavad, it's not a proper sale. And Rashi explains Pumpadisa Ramah that they called this person in the last story a person that was a Shakrin because in Pumpadisa it was standard that people were liars as Rashi brings down for the Gemara in Chulin as well as the Gemara in Barbara that says and the Gemara continues so Shimon said back to Levi that in Chanami I agree with you that Rabbi Yisif said if I give you any of the assets at this point it would not be valid however let us make a Kenyan right now that I promised I'm going to give you the 50% of the Nechassim after I performed Yibam and in the case where it was Yibam then the Din would be that it would be a valid transfer. And the Gemara continues that this Shiloh came in front of Marbar Vashi. So Omar Marbar Vashi, when Marbar Vashi heard about the Shiloh, he said, that even though when Rabdimi came from Eretzal, Omar Abbechlin said in the name Rabbechan, that go and do Meshicha on a specific para, however, the Kenyan will not be Chal until after 30 days, then the Din is that he would be kinder that para after 30 days, and even if the par is not under a shisul after 30 days and it's actually standing in an agam and over there Meshicha generally would not work however over there the original Kenyan would work and there is no need for a new Kenyan after 30 days and we should say the same thing over here that since the Yavim made a Kenyan with his brother and he will split these Nechassim after he does Yibam so let that Kenyan work and Shimon should be required to split these Nechassim with Levi and Ma'abar Vashi explains that we can't compare the case of Yibam to the case of the Meshicha by the para because Hasim 
over there at the point that they actually made the Kinyan, Ruvain owned the para, and therefore he had an ability to be mocked the para to Shimon at that moment. But he made it tonight and he said, I don't want the Kinyan to be chal until after 30 days. So over there, the Kinyan at least could work because it was shy for him to make the Kinyan at the point that they made the actual Kinyan. However, over here, where Shimon said to Levi that we will make a Kinyan today and I will give you half of the Nechassim after I do Yibam, since at this point, Shimon did not have any rights to give these Nechassim away. Therefore, as Rashi says, even though Shimon said that at the point that I do Yibam, then you should be Koyna even Me'achshav, it still doesn't work because the Kinyan today was not able to be Chal. And Rashi points out that even if we would hold that Rabbi Yisra would agree, where Shimon does Yibam and then afterwards he gives away these Nechassim, Masha Asu Asu, that it would work, but Hashtamir Labiyadai, at the point that he made the Kinyan, it's not in his hands and his ability to give away these Nechassim because it was prior to Yibam, and therefore this Kinyan would not effectuate anything. And I in the end of Taisus Diva Maschal Hasam Biyadai, Hachal Abiyadai, that's Mashma, that the reason why it doesn't work over here is because it's similar to the din of Einad Makna Davish And the bottom line is that it doesn't make a difference how they wanted to make this Kinyan, since they were giving away in the Chasam of Yavam, that Kinyan would not be valid. And the Gemara continues that we just saw from Avdimi in the name of Rabbi Yechon, that if someone says to his friend that if you do Mashiach on this part today, it should be coming for you after 30 days, that even if at that point it's standing in the Agam, the original Kinyan would be a valid Kinyan. And the Gemara is, Baki Asi Ravin on Rabbi Yechon, like Kani. But when Ravin came from Eretzal, he said over the name of Rabbi Yechon, then in that exact case, it would not be Kanoi and it would not be a valid Kinyan. And Lechayu, there's a stereo as to what Rabbi Yechon actually said. Now, of course, we have in many different places in Shas where we have Rabdimi saying over something in Rabbi Yechon's name and then Ravin saying something over in Rabbi Yechon's name and they don't agree. And over there, the Gemara just says that the Machlik is Rabdimi and Ravin. However, over here, the Gemara actually has a Teretz and therefore the Gemara says, like Kasha, it's not a stereo because Hadamalek Knima Akshav, Hadamalek Knima Akshav. And in the Khanami, in the case of Radimi, it's talking about a case where he said that you should be able to be kind of this para as long as I'm not chayza within the next 30 days. But once I'm not chayza within the next 30 days, then your original Kenyan should be chal and the Kenyan should have actually occurred at the moment of the Kenyan. However, Ravin says that if Ruben says to Shimon that you should be kind of this para, but the Kenyan should only be chal after 30 days, if I'm not chayza within the next 30 days, that would not be valid. And since Ruben didn't say me Therefore, the Kinyan would not be valid. And the Gemara continues, What would be the din if Shimon does Yibam and then afterwards he tells his brother Levi that I want to give you 50% of this Yerusha? The Gemara says, That would not work as we said before. And then they ask Ula another Shiloh, that let's say he split up the Nechassim and he said to his brother Levi, I'm going to give you 50% of the estate. And then afterwards he did Yibam, what would be the din? On that again, we said, so if in the case where Shimon already did Yibam and therefore he has control over the assets and he really is the owner of the assets because he takes over the estate of Ruvain and then afterwards he gives it away and Ula said it's not a valid transaction because the assets of Ruvain are all Meshubah to Rachel for Aksuba so certainly you have to ask a Shaila and does Ula have to tell us what the din is in the case where Shimon gave away pardon the custom to Levi even before he did Yibam, of course the din would be that wouldn't be a valid transaction. And the Gemara answers, Shnei Maitzim have there were actually two stories that happened, and they both came in front of Ula at different times, and each one didn't know that the other one asked the Shiloh, and that's why Ula received the Shiloh twice, and he passed in two different times. And the Gemara continues, Ki Asu Ravin, Amrish Lakish, when Ravin came from Eretzol, he said over the name of Amrish Lakish, Bein Yibim, Ba'akin Chilak, Bein Chilak, Ba'akin Yibim, that no matter what, the Yibim has no right to go and sell any of these assets of Ruvain, and if he does 
does so, it would not be valid even with the Eved. And the Gemara ends off, the Allah follows the din that we mentioned for Abiyasif, as well as what we just mentioned for Ishlakish and from Ula, and we don't pass him like the Sheet of Abaya and Rabbi Yumi, Ram that we saw yesterday on Pei Aleph on the Beis. Now, before we continue with the next Gemara, let's just remind ourselves that in the Mishnah, we had a machlegs between Ramei and Rechamim, but again, Nixim Melug. Ramei held that if a woman receives peers of Nixim Melug, that a Mechubarim Bekaka, and she receives it while she's married, so Ramei held that Shaman is a Kami Yafa Bepeers, the Kami Yafa Belay Peers, we shots up and we evaluate the field that she received, how much its value is with the Peers or without the Peers, and we consider these Peers as her Karen, and therefore we buy Kaka, and then the husband would have the right to use the Peers of that Kaka. However, the Chum said, any fruits that are attached to the ground at the time that she received the Yerusha is considered the husband's completely and since the husband will be the one that ultimately will cut it off the ground so therefore it's considered Paris and not considered Karen and we also saw a Mishnah on that pay on base which brought down a similar machlekes between Rabbi and the Chachamim and the case in the Mishnah on that pay on base was where Reuben died and at the point that he died he had Paris which were attached to the ground and now the Yavim will be Yerush these Nechassim however Rachel of course has a lien against these Nechassim as she has a right to collect her Ksuba from any of her original husband Reuben's Nechassim so once again Rabbi says over there that we shots up Kamehin Yafim appears but Kamehin Yafim below appears and then the din is Vamaisi Lachafen Kakavu and the husband, the Yavam, will be able to eat the pears. And once again, from the Lashon and Mishnah, it seems that the Chum argue on Ramea, and they say that any pears that are attached to the ground would belong completely to the Yavam, and he would not have to go and buy any kaka with it. Our Gemara quotes from the Mishnah, and the Gemara asks, Amai, why should it be that he could retain it, and he would be able to sell these, and then not Meshubah to Aksuba, but Lechayra, Rachel has a lien against all of Ruvin's assets, and therefore Lechayra, she should have a lien against these pairs as well. And the Gemara answers, Ein chenami, shlokish, shlokish states, shalah, that Amishnah, instead of saying the Lashon of Shaloi, that it belongs to the Yavam, it actually belongs to her, and she has a lien against these pairs as well, and you'd go and buy Kaka, and Rachel would have a lien against this Kaka, but Shimon, who is the Yavam, will be able to go and use the pairs. And Lefizeh comes out that the Chum really aren't arguing with Ramei on this point in this Mishnah, and the only Machlech is between Ramei and the Chum in this Mishnah is, Ramei holds that Metalfon is Meshubah to and the Taisis Yantar points out that really we didn't have to say this din of Paris Mechubar and Lefi Chacham because the Chacham agreed to Ramea that the Paris Dar Mechubar and Lakaka Ashela and Ramea and Chacham both agree that Rachel has a lien against these pairs. And the only reason that the Mishnah brings down that Chacham hold that the Paris of Mechubar and Lakaka is Shalai is to show that the Shittas Rabbanon is different in the case of Yavam than the case in the Mishnah on Ayin Tesamalav in regard to Nechsimalav that we spoke out in Daktama to this piece of the Gemara. And Rashi is bothered that Lemaisa, what is the chilo between the din of Amish that we would say that Lafida Rabbanon pairs from Chavimor and Lakaka and the din in the Mishnah on Dafayin Tess where the Rabbanon said Benigayin the Kaka of Nechsem Lug that if this pairs from Chavimor and Lakaka that it belongs to the husband and she doesn't have any rights to it and it's not considered her Karen at all. And let's quickly read in Rashi the second line before it gets wide and this case is not similar to the case of pairs that are Chavimor by 
Why Nixamulog, where we said that it belongs to the husband, the husband pay to kill Rabbanan over there, the Chamum Misakin, that the husband should get paid, Hechadikha Karen Kayim, and as long as there is principle available, therefore the Chacham said that any payers would belong to the husband, the Hani Nami and even though these payers are attached to the ground, but the Maisa, they will be picked by the husband, and therefore we look at it as payers. However, really both the payers and the Karen belong to Shimon, as he's the Yavam, and he receives the estate of Ruvain, and Vishibudhu the Isla Layu, and Rachel only has a Shibud and a lien against his payers and against the Kaka. And since these pairs were already grown at the point that the husband was still alive, therefore they were already mashubed to her, and therefore we're not going to be mafkia that shibud, and she still will have a lien against these pairs. Mark continues and quotes from Mishnah that once Shimon does yibum to Rachel, then she's considered his full-fledged wife. And the Gemara says, "What's the nafkamina?" And Amr Rabbi Yisroel Bchinas, Rabbi Yisroel Bchinas teaches us that it teaches us two dinim. Number one, Shemigash beget that when Shimon wants to divorce her, he only has to give her a get and you don't need chalitza and number two umachzira if he divorces her and then he decides that he wants to remarry her as long as he's not a kain and as long as she didn't get remarried to someone else and of course there would be an issa of machzugushasai he still has a right to remarry her and Gemara now discusses these two dinim number one megasha beget pshita of course he has to give her a get the Gemara says malatema you may think that since the pasuk says and we would think that the Torah is teaching us that even though you already got married to her there's still a din of yibum with her and she's still considered your Yavama, Vadain Yavum and Rishain Allah, and there would be a din that you need Khalitza, just like you have to do to a regular Yavama, so like Tiskala beget El Bakhalitza, and maybe it would not be enough to give her a get, but you'd also have to do Khalitza. You'd have to give her a get for the Tzad Ishus, and you have to give her Khalitza based on the fact that she was a Yavama. And Kamashwal, and that's the Khidish of Mishnah that she's considered your full fledged wife, and you only need to give her a get, and you don't have to do Khalitza. And Rashi explains because we're gonna say and that pay a base on a base because we learn from the Pasuk that once you go and you do Yibam Tar, she becomes your full-fledged wife. And the Gemara in Yavamis on Dafches says that we learn out from the word Vyibma that the Yavim could be Miyabim Har even Balkarcha. And Tyson the Bad and Tyson points out, of the that in the Gemara in Yavamis we learn out many different things from the word Vyibma. The Gemara continues and asks on the second Chiddush of the Mishnah, Machzira Pshita, that the fact that you're allowed to go and divorce her and then bring her back as your wife, that's Pashat, she's your regular wife, and every single wife, the din is that once you divorce her, you're still allowed to remarry her as long as you're not a coin and as long as she didn't go and get married to someone else in between. And we continue on that pay bays on bays, and the Gemara answers, that since, of course, if Reuben died with children, then the din is that Shimon cannot marry his wife, as she's still Eshazach, she's your brother's wife, and of course there's a Chiyab Karis in general. However, the Torah was Mechadish to us, then in the case where Reuben died childless, then Shimon has a mitzvah to do Yibam. So one may think that the Torah only gave us a one-time dispensation and said you could go and do Yibam one time, but if you divorce her, you're not allowed to go and remarry her because now she reverts to being mitzvah, and it'll be us to marry her, that you're still allowed to marry her because once you married her, she becomes your wife, Dover. And Tyson points out that although the Gemara is saying that we have a habmina that you will not be able to marry her a second time, but the Gemara never had a habmina that maybe the Torah only allowed you to have one beer mitzvah, in order to go and do Yibam, but afterwards you have to give a divorce because maybe at that point she bribes Eshazach. And Tyson explains this far, who that definitely is the far, the Lord Amr Achman, the Torah would not say V'yibma to do Yibam K'day Lugasha in order to right away give her a ger la'alta al-bin-nesu'achrinei e'mu take him b'say Eshazach. However, once you go and give her a divorce and therefore you decided that you don't want to be married to her any longer, maybe at that point we will not let you go and remarry her. And of course, in the Gemara Yavamis, we saw this far 
and we always said that this is a svara of derachah da'achin noyam. However, we also saw a svara in Gemara Nivamis that by an isalav, then we do say that maybe the person would be mutter to do a biyur shayna based on an essay dechalei say, but still would not be able to do a biyur shnia. So over there, we do see that the Torah still would let you go and do a mitzvah, and immediately after give her a get. Taisus svara seems to be against that Gemara, but I in Bachrinim that they discuss this point, and the Gemara continues and asks for imachinami. Maybe both of these points are actually incorrect, and maybe you would actually have to do chalitza and not only give her a get, but also do chalitza. And number two, maybe once you give her a get, you would not be able to remarry her. The Gemara says, as we mentioned on Amidal in Rashi, Amakra, the Pasuk says, that once you go and get married to her, then she's your full fledged wife. And as Rashi says, and as we explained before, even though the Pasuk says, we learned that for other dinim, including the din, that you could be meabim a woman, and the Gemara continues and quotes from Mishnah, that even though Shimon gets married and does Yibam to Rachel, Lomaisi doesn't write her a new Ksuba. And number one, Rachel Ksuba is based on the original Ksuba that Ruvain wrote for her. And number two, the Nechassim of Ruvain are Meshubed and Harleen for Rachel Ksuba. And the Gemara asks, my time, why is it she only receives one Ksuba? If Lachar, she should get two Ksubas on that. The Gemara says, that the Torah was Makna to the Yavam, this woman, Minashemayim, and therefore there's no reason to have another Ksuba. And the Gemara now says, be less if Lamaisa she can't collect from Ruvain because Ruvain doesn't have any assets, then Islam Mishini, then certainly she'll be able to go and collect a ksuba from Shimon or his assets. And the reason is, Kadeshli take Halabain of Laitzia because otherwise, if she doesn't have any way to receive any money, then it'll be too easy for Shimon to go and divorce her because she won't be able to receive her ksuba from Ruvain's assets and she won't be able to receive any of the ksuba from Shimon's assets and therefore he'll just go and divorce her. And of course, keep in mind that you can't ask that Lachira, if Ruvain had assets, maybe it is a problem over there because it will be too easy for Shimon to divorce her as the payment for Aksuba is not coming from his own assets it's coming from Ruvin's assets but of course the terrorist is very pushed because ultimately all of Ruvin's assets really belong to Shimon at this point because he is Yerish the full estate of Ruvin and two quick points the Gemara just said be less on Islam that she could go and collect Aksuba from Shimon so the Rajbah says that she would only be able to collect from Shimon a hundred Zuz because the Maisa when Shimon married her she was already an Amana and she was a Baula however the Rosh says that of course that Shimon is based on the original marriage of Ruvain and therefore at that point she was a Basula and she was still would be able to collect from Shimon the 200 Zuz of her original Ksuba. And number two, what seems to be most difficult is that the Mishnah said and it seems that she could only go and receive her Ksuba from the Nechassim and from the estate of Ruvain. And then the Gemara just taught us that Ruvain doesn't have any assets that Rachel will be able to collect her Ksuba from Shimon's assets. And if so, what is the Nafkamina when the Mishnah says if in any case she'll be able to collect from the chasm of a second husband from the Yavam from Shimon. As well as the Rambam and the Muki Yosef that we brought down before that hold that when she collects from a second husband she would actually only receive mana and she would not receive Masayimzus for Aksuba so then of course there's an Afkamina as if she's collecting from the first husband's Nechassim then she will collect Masayimzus however if the first husband doesn't have any assets and therefore she's collecting from Shimon's assets she would only be able to receive mana she would only receive a hundred Zuz however of course, according to the Ra and Rivash, that they hold that even when she collects from the Yavam from a second husband, she still collects 200 Zuz because it's based on the original marriage. So, we would still have to find an Afkamina. And Ayin Taisis Dila Mascha, Reishish Yimka Benichse Achib, on that Pe'al from Ralph, by the first of the widest lines, where he asked a question closer to the end of Taisis, where he says, Bim Taima, Mikal Makam, Ma Mafsidas, Ba'amal Kaman, Di Leslam Rishon, Tequila Mishani, Ayin Shaman, Ayin, and other Rishonim, that they give other Nafkaminas. The Gemara continues and quotes yet again from the Mishnah on the 
about Peor and Beis, and the Mishnah taught us two dinim, one regarding the Yavam, and one regarding a regular marriage. And the Mishnah stated regarding a Yavam, that he can't say to her, that I'm setting aside the money for Yaksuba on the Shulchan, and it's talking about a case where he's in Chenbedi, and he has a lot of money on his table that he used to use for changing money. The din is that all of the Nechasim of the original husband are Achrei for Aksuba. And then the Mishnah continued and said, Yet again, all the Nechasim of the first husband are Achrei for the Ksuba. And the Gemara before asked that Lachaira can't be that all the Nechasim of the first husband are Achrei to Ksuba and he can't go and sell that because as we know, the first husband can't sell his Nechasim and his wife can't stop any sale and she just has a din and she has a lien against those Nechasim and therefore she could go and collect from Lekuchais. And the Maskanis HaGemara on that pay Aleph on the Beis was that in Chanami, even though really by a wife the din is that you could go and sell these Nechasim however the Mishnah was just giving an Eitzetayva because of Eva as if a husband or a Yavu will go and sell any Nechasim then the wife will feel that she's not being loved and that potentially he's going to divorce her and that will cause strife in the marriage and the Gemara is that if we said this din so the din should apply even to a regular wife because there's a problem of Eva and that Gemara says one may think maybe by Yavam there's a problem of Eva as Rachel is not as secure that she'll actually receive any assets towards Aksuba as since he set aside certain assets for Aksuba so she's concerned that maybe we'll lose these assets and then at the end result I won't be able to be Goiva from any Nechassim since Shimon did not write an actual Aksuba for her and he did not write that any assets that I have or any assets that I eventually will have will be Meshuba to you and therefore she's more concerned so maybe over there we say that it's not proper to do this because of Eva however but in the second case where he's saying this to a regular wife the Kasavloi the Kanoi where in the Ksuba it says that there is a lien on any assets that he bought or that he will buy so maybe Rachel is more secure in that case because she knows that even if they would lose the assets that he set aside for Aksuba she still has the rights to go and collect any of the assets from the husband's estate and from the Lukuchais and therefore maybe over there we wouldn't have a problem of him setting aside these assets for Aksuba as Taisa says that even so you can't set aside a specific amount of money for Aksuba the Kivan the Svura the Lesla that since she at least thinks that she won't have any ability to collect aside from these assets therefore she's not going to be Seymet Das the Isla even though the Maisa she will be able to collect it's still the Gemara continues Gersha in Aksubasa that if Shimon goes and does Yibam and then afterwards divorces her then he has a right to sell any of the assets of Ruvain as long as he will leave over enough assets for her Ksuba and the Gemara's Medayah Gersha in that the only time that we allow him to go and sell the assets is only once they're divorced. But prior to any divorce, he's not allowed to sell any of the assets. So therefore we see, like Rabbi said before, that if Shimon is Yisrael and therefore he has an ability to go and divorce her, then the best way for the Yavim to be able to sell Nechassim is by divorcing her and then remarrying her. However, while he's still married to her, he can't sell any of the assets of Ruvain as we passed in before. And Rashi points out that we already saw from the ratio that Shimon can't go and sell any of the assets of Ruvain because we said that he can't go and place some Nechassim in front of her because all the Nechassim would be Achrei to Rachel. And Rashi explains, as we explained before, that Hasim eats a Taivu over there, certainly telling us that eats a Taivu, as the Mishnah stated the same din regarding a regular wife. And as we explained from those dinim, we actually saw that it's an eats a Taivu because of Eva. And Rashi continues, that by the fact that the Mishnah now said, Gersha in Subasa, we learn now that prior to Gershon, he would not be able to go and sell.
sell the assets. Because if it would be only for the din that when she gets divorced, that she only gets a ksuba, that's poshit. And the Gemara continues and quotes from Mishnah, and then he divorced her, and then he remarries her. She has a din like all other women. And if prior to remarrying her, Shimon did not pay her ksuba and the value that she was owed for a ksuba, then at the point that he remarries her, he would be remarrying her based on the original ksuba, and he wouldn't have to write a new ksuba. What's the chiddush that if he remarries her, he doesn't have to give her a new ksuba? Tanina, we already learned in the Mishnah, that if a man divorced his wife and he doesn't pay her ksuba, and then he remarries her, he doesn't have to give her a new ksuba, and the new marriage continues with the original ksuba. And the Gemara explains, you may think, and we understand that the original ksuba could continue by a person's regular wife because he originally wrote that original ksuba, and even though they got divorced in the meantime, still the original ksuba would still be chal on the second marriage. However, since even when the Yavim did yibam, he didn't write a ksuba, and his original yibam was done based on the original ksuba of Ruvain, and maybe maybe once he divorced her, and then he wants to bring her back as his regular wife, maybe he would have to give her his, her own ksuba, and it has to be from him, and you have to have a second ksuba, that even so, that the original ksuba would be valid, and you would not have to give her a new ksuba. And keep in mind that Bavadai, if either the husband or the Yavim already paid the ksubatar, and then he wants to remarry her, then definitely they have to make a new ksuba. And the Gemara continues, Am Rabbi Yudra, Rabbi Yudra states, Barishayna, originally, they would just write a ksuba, and they would say that Absula gets 200 zuz, and Amana would get 100 zuz. However, as Rashi says, and originally a woman could only collect from Metalplan, and she would not be able to collect from Kaka, and definitely not from Meshubadim, and she would not be able to collect from the Kuchais. And because the women were concerned to get married, because they realized that maybe at the time that they want to collect a ksuba, for example, if the husband would divorce her, or if the husband would die, as the husband or the Yarshim would actually hide any of them Metalplan, and they would claim they don't have money to pay her ksuba, and therefore the women were concerned and they didn't want to get married, and therefore Haimaskinim, the men would get older, and women would not get married to them until Shim ben Shetach came and he made a takana that all the nechasa meaning all their kaka would be for the ksuba and even if her husband would go and sell any of their kaka there would be a lien for the wife and the wife could go afterwards and collect from the kuchais and the ritva is that how can we say the women wouldn't want to get married if we already learned and we also learned and the ritva says that in the that most people would get married. However, there was a Miyat HaMatsui that would not get married, and therefore Shimon ben Shetach made this Takana. The Gemara continues with a similar Brisa. Originally, they would write a Ksuba for the Basula would get 200 Zuz, the Amana would get 100 Zuz, and since they didn't have any way to collect a Ksuba, as the women did not have any liens against the Kaka, and they only were able to collect against Betatlan, so therefore the men would get older, and they weren't able to get married. This Brisa actually tells us that there was a history to the Takana, Heskinu, then they that they would place enough money to cover the amount of the Ksuba by the house of her father, and this way the Yarshim couldn't go and hide these assets, and she always felt secure that she would be able to receive her assets if she's divorced or if he dies. However, since the husband didn't have access to this money in any case, by dying at any point that the husband would get angry at her, he would just say go home to your father's house because the Ksuba is there, and therefore it was too easy for him to divorce her. At that point, Eskinu, they made another Takana, and her husband would set aside the amount of money that would be enough.
enough to cover her ksuba in his own home. And this way, the women felt secure that the money was in their own home and they would be able to collect the ksuba. And the thought process was that the husband would not just go and divorce her and we wouldn't have a problem of because the husband had the money available to him in the case of an emergency. And even if he would get upset one day, he wouldn't just say, take the money and quickly give her a get. And it seems at this point, the women were concerned that maybe the husbands would actually take this money and use it for a rainy day or an emergency situation. And therefore, Ashiris, the wealthy women that had a large ksuba, including their mother Messiah and the Taisik ksuba, Isis Isis Kiltishil Kesef Mishazav, they would take the money and they would exchange it and make baskets of silver and gold. And they would actually be able to wear that on their head and store their weaving needles and materials in it. And therefore, they would actually have usage of it during their marriage. And Aniyas Hayo say of it. However, the poorer women would make out of the money that they had, which was a very small amount of money, the money and Messiah, and they would exchange this money for an of it. And Rashi says that this is referring to an of it, it was a urinal. And Titus says that it wasn't a urinal, but it was a copper basket that he used to store grapes and transport the grapes to a wine press. And it seems now that they actually turned the cash into some sort of an asset and something that they would be using. So now that the husband didn't have actual usage of this money, so when he would get angry at her, he would actually say, take this ksuba, and go away. As at this point, the husband did not have any kesef at his disposal and he didn't have any way to go and take this cash and use it for his own usage and therefore it became Kalabain of Loitzia. Finally, the Bryce says, At Shabbat Shimon ben Shatach until the point that Shimon ben Shatach came and Vitikin and he was in Misakin, that he should write to her in the Ksuba, and I am giving you a lien against all of my kaka and even if I'd sell all of my kaka, you'd be able to go and collect the Ksuba from the Lukuchais. And the previous Gemaras that we had in Misakh's Ksubas that mentioned the Tai Bezin and the Tai Ksuba, it's referring specifically to its Tai and this Takon of Shimon ben Shatach and therefore even if you would not write in the ksuba, it's still considered a shibud on all of our kaka because it's a tnai bezin and a tnai ksuba. And Rashi also says that at this point, the Rabbanon also said that the husband cannot just give her metalphon and say, this should be miyuchid for your ksuba, as that would not be enough, and the kaka would still be miyuchid for a ksuba. In this way, she always felt secure that she had an ability to collect a ksuba. Hadrun lacha isha, hadrun lacha isha, hadrun lacha isha, and we will stop over here.